So first of all, peptides are small molecules which are naturally produced by your body. Basically, they are collection of small chain amino acids, similar to proteins. Proteins are collection of long chain amino acids. Peptides are collection of small chain amino acids. Now, most common peptide everybody knows about is insulin. You know, we came to know about insulin a lot of, like, you know, a century ago, we have been using insulin medicine, you know, for diabetes patients for a long time. Now, the recent decade, you know, we actually research more and more peptides and more and more peptides are being coming into the market that can be useful for various diseases and things. You are listening to the Pain and Performance Podcast with Dr. Derek Hines. Hey everyone, Derek Hines here. Welcome to the podcast where I'll share with you the patterns, insights, research, and technologies that we use in my own pain and performance practice to help people improve their health, speed their healing, and increase their longevity. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Let's shift gears a little bit and kind of get get to some of the the advanced stuff when in terms of treating or improving thyroid function or healing the thyroid gland itself. And if we're looking at at functional medicine and what it can actually do to to actually reverse damage that has taken place in someone's thyroid gland. Is there we got so many questions on stem cells, on peptide function. We were talking about semaglutide earlier. Let's look at that side and maybe kind of what's coming on the horizon. What do we have access today? Absolutely. So I think, you know, first of all, advanced things are always good, but I always want to make sure let's not forget the basics, right? You know, being a functional medicine doctor, I get woed by these new techniques and the new advancements are there. A lot of times people come to see me and they have not even worked on the basics. So please first work on the basics, improve your diet, right? Doesn't matter how many supplements you take, doesn't matter how many peptides you take, if your diet is like a trash, it is not going to get better, right? So please work on the basics, improve your diet, remove what we discussed about the inflammation causing food, you know, include foods which are anti-inflammatory to your body. Work on stress management, whether it is deep breathing, exercising, relaxing, you're cultivating a hobby, do those things, right? And then changing your environment by reducing toxin burden in your body. Please make these changes, improving your sleep, right? You know, kind of paying more attention to your own body. That's the first thing that you need to do. Then the second step comes, you know, in terms of what else can you do? Then that's where the supplementation can be useful. And that's where I think the testing is nice because you look at your gut. Okay, well, what is going on in the gut? Whether you have great gut microbiome, whether you have SIBO, whether your digestion is impaired, whether you have leaky gut issues, fix your gut first. You know, like that's the first thing you need to do. And the second thing is replacing the vitamins and minerals that we discussed, which, you know, uh, your body needs. Like great research is there with selenium, like with zinc. Combination of zinc and selenium can lower antibodies. There are several research papers on it, right? So again, that's something you can work on. Vitamin D, again, is one of those vitamins and minerals that everybody needs in their body. So that's, again, something that you can utilize those. Check your levels to, you know, where you are with those, right? And then omega-3 fatty acids, they reduce inflammation in your body. Each and every person needs omega-3. So if you're, unless you're eating like fish two or three times a week, uh, then make sure you are taking a supplementation of omega-3s. So these are again some basic things that, uh, that you should look into next and see where you are. Then comes the advanced things. So there are a lot of different advancements which has come. One of those advancements is LDN, which is the low-dose naltrexone. Now low-dose naltrexone, you know, like... 
have been in use for more than five years now, especially in Hashimoto's condition. So naltrexone, you know, like at high doses, you know, was used for opioid addiction. What they were used at a very low dosage of like naltrexone actually does the opposite. It reduces inflammation in the body and can actually help in autoimmune conditions. So they, we do have small research studies which does show that people who were treated with low-dose naltrexone, they were able to not only improve their Hashimoto's, but also were able to improve their thyroid levels numbers. Beautiful. So that's something that, you know, a uh, lot of, you know, functional practitioners use it. The good part about LDN is that, you know, there is no downside to it. Literally, there is not much side effects, you know, of LDN, which is available. The only problem is that, you know, regular pharmacies will not have LDN, so you'll have to get it compounded. Because a lot of times pharmacies will add fillers to LDN. So you'll have to find a pharmacy that, you know, might be clean, a cleaner product for the LDN in that aspect. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing is peptides. You know, peptides are into horizon. A lot of people are using peptides. I'm also peptide certified practitioner. So we use peptides a lot in our practice. So what are peptides? So first of all, peptides are small molecules which are naturally produced by your body. Basically, they are a collection of small chain amino acids, similar to proteins. Proteins are a collection of long chain amino acids. Peptides are a collection of small chain amino acids. Now, most common peptide everybody knows about is insulin. You know, we came to know about insulin a lot of, like, you know, a century ago. We have been using insulin medicine, you know, for diabetes patients for a long time. Now, the recent decade, you know, we actually research more and more peptides and more and more peptides are being coming into the market that can be useful for various diseases and things. So a couple of the peptides, you know, uh, that we have seen useful, one is called BPC-157. This is a peptide which is naturally produced by your gut, which is very protective for the gut. And with any autoimmune process, you know, leaky gut is a major process which happens, you know, in Hashimoto's patients. And BPC-157 can help with the leaky gut, it can help with your immunity, can help, you know, rebalancing your gut microbiome, so again, very safe peptide that, you know, can be used. The second one is thymosin alpha-1. This is a peptide which is again naturally produced by our thymus gland, which generally we have, you know, when we are very young. The main function of this peptide is actually to retrain our immune system so that it starts functioning better again. Now, in Hashimoto's, we know that's an autoimmune condition and our immunity is messed up, right? Our immunity basically is producing these antibodies and hijacking our own immune system and attacking it. Thymosin alpha one retrains the immune system so that tells them to, okay, well, no, 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 this body is your own body. Don't attack it, okay? So this is your friend. So that what we have seen is the thymosin alpha-1 can retrain the immune system and reduce inflammation and safeguard the thyroid gland. So these are the two basic peptides that, you know, a lot of my patients have, you know, used. And the good part is that, you know, there is not much side effects that we have seen in any of these peptides that can be used a lot of safe way. Nice. Yeah, I think our listeners, we've talked a lot about kind of regenerative therapy and have used in, in our practice BPC-157 quite a bit in both oral and kind of sub-Q form. I know every every case is independent, but if someone, they're doing all the basics and they get to this point, are you often recommending stacks of those where they'll do BPC and uh, thymosin alpha-1 together? And what would a, a kind of a starting dose look like for those for somebody who's dealing with this? 
Right. So BPC, you know, like it's a pretty safe peptide, even at higher doses. So generally we start with like 500 milligrams for that, you know, once a day. Um, as you said, the good part is that it is available orally now. So we see that, you know, more or less orally uh, also works equally, you know, like good. Unless they have a lot of, you know, gut related symptoms. Sometimes we use subcute or if they have like lot of, you know, damages in their musculoskeletal system, you know, specific joints are paining or if they have like, you know, muscle, old muscle injuries. So BPC-157, 500 milligrams is a good starting dose. Now, thymosin alpha-1, you know, like actually the starting dose again differs from person to person because it can be used anywhere from 200 milligrams to actually up to 1000 also. So that depends on the condition of the patient. A lot of people, as I mentioned, come to see us which are like reactive to each and everything. They are reacting to food, they are reacting to environment, they are reacting to toxins. They literally just cannot survive, right? So those people using thymosin a little bit at a higher dosage is useful to reduce these reactivity because they cannot even take supplements because even supplements they are reacting to, right? So literally very difficult to move these patients forward. So these we can use a little bit of a higher dose of thymosin alpha-1, reduce inflammation, you know, retrain their immune system, and they can actually take supplements after that. Nice. And then, you know, we can reduce the dosage as we yeah. go along. So thymosin alpha-1, the dosage varies from person to person. Gotcha. Very helpful. I, and I do, I, I think that to go back to what you said, like, if you're not doing the basics or haven't checked those boxes, there's really no reason to do this because even if they would have been effective for you, you're decreasing the chance of that dramatically by not having the basics checked. So like even in a situation where this is what you need to help kind of repair and regenerate, if we don't have the basics done, you're not even going to be able to utilize these things as effectively as your body needs to. So don't skip over those and try this because like it's the fun thing or you want that quote unquote quick fix. Have you dug into like semaglutide and the the GLP-1s? I know there's a, you know, at least from a weight loss, and this might be something that is more directly on just strict hypothyroidism versus Hashimoto's, but I know there's a an action on the hypothalamus. Some of the research on that seems to show that we get quite a bit of body weight reduction, which at least helps, you know, your body function better. But have y'all experimented and seen some of the usage of semaglutide or GLP-1s in the thyroid function world? Absolutely, yes. GLP-1s, you know, again, are kind of magical peptides. Before they actually became a medicine, you know, in the peptide world, we already knew about GLP-1s and we were already using it. So the main function of GLP-1s, as we know about, is working on insulin sensitivities, right? You know, that's what, you know, uh, we feel that they work on initially. Now, obviously, we know that, you know, the scope of their work is much beyond it. And that's the beauty about the peptides is that these are not medications which only does one work in your body. Peptide works in all different ways and fashions. So GLP-1s, you know, not only work on insulin sensitivities, it also work on reducing inflammation in the body. It also work on a lot of different hormone rebalancing in your body that needs to happen by working on your hypothalamus, by working on your pituitary. Now, these, all these hormonal systems are connected to each other. They are not separate from each other. It's like a symphony, right? All the different instruments in the symphony are working together to create that magical sound. And if one instrument is not working, the sound is not going to be pretty. So similar things with these hormones, whether insulin, cortisol, thyroid hormone, your estrogen, your progesterone, all of these things are interconnected. 
So what you have seen in hypothyroid patients is that thyroid hormone is related to insulin sensitivities. There are receptors on the cells. And the thyroid hormone, when they connect with those receptors, it actually makes them more sensitive to insulin. When you do not have enough thyroid hormone or hypothyroid, that doesn't like, you know, work that great. So that's the reason your body becomes insulin resistant slowly and slowly. And that insulin resistance, we know that ultimately cause inflammation in the body. We feel that again, major, major chronic diseases, the main starting point is insulin resistance that ultimately leads to inflammation that triggers an autoimmune response in the body, which leads to Hashimoto's or any other autoimmune condition, which again kind of starts this whole cascade of things. So GLP-1s are magical that we definitely see great results with not only losing their weight, their inflammation markers goes down. We also see improvement in their antibody levels also and that rebalances those. In a lot of times, we also see their mood also improving that, you know, people feel more energetic. They feel that, you know, the lot of times thyroid patients will kind of be on a yo-yo mood. Mm-hmm. One day they'll wake up, they'll feel tired. The next day they are frustrated. The next day they are angry. The fourth day they are actually very depressed. So GLP-1s actually kind of improves their mood to in a more steady fashion. So all of these benefits that we have seen the GLP-1s, you know, like, you know, and we use it a lot of in our clients. And again, very safe peptides, you know, like to be used. Obviously, you know, like we do see some GI upset with some people that they have to be careful with and there is a way to use them. So obviously don't go and buy GLP-1s and start using it on their own. You have to work with a practitioner to use them in the proper fashion. But definitely they are very, very useful. Hey, my friends, I hope you are enjoying this episode of the Pain and Performance Podcast. Uh, We have a goal to get this show into the top 10 of the health and wellness category. And with the amazing guests and the reviews and ratings that we've gotten from y'all, we are well on our way. But if you haven't yet, please take a second and leave a review, leave a rating. Um, That's what really kind of pushes the show forward. So thank you so much. I will love you and send you a virtual hug. Uh, Thanks and back to the show. One other specific question on some of these types of kind of advanced compounds. It seems like a lot of patients have found NAD as a, like a compound to treat some of the symptoms, because when you research symptoms that we've talked about, I think NAD is one of the things that pops up because of its effects on mitochondria. Trying to research how that would affect thyroid function seems to kind of give kind of this back and forth debate among people. What's your thoughts on using NAD as a compound for these people who have some version of Hashimoto's or hypothyroid? So NAD, you know, like became popular, as you said, because it supports your mitochondria. And, you know, mitochondria's kind of interesting factor is that all of these symptoms can be related to mitochondrial health also, Right. Your fatigue, your tiredness, your muscular performance, your brain performance, you know, your gut, each and everything needs mitochondria to function. And NAD is an important molecule which supports the mitochondrial health. So especially for anti-aging benefits, your brain health, you know, for brain fog issues, for energy issues, NAD works great. We have not seen great results or great research that supports that NAD directly supports or improves thyroid functioning. So let's say like if a person has thyroid antibodies or Hashimoto's, if they take NAD, do we see a lowering of antibody levels? Not really. So we don't see that happening. But NAD supports the mitochondria, so some of the symptoms can improve. Again, it is pretty safe, so there is not much downside to it. So if people are feeling better on NAD, 
I say, well, if it is getting better, that is okay. You can use it. But again, working on those root cause approach is very important too. Because what we see is that people start taking NAD and they suddenly feel better in their energy and their mood. But over the course of time, it starts waning off and they kind of get into the same rut. So I feel that it gives you a boost. But unless you work on all the other things, it is not going to be sustainable. Use that boost to get back to kind of addressing the root cause if you are using it and find benefits. Doc, this is incredible. So reversing Hashimoto's. Your book is kind of taking a lot of what we've talked about, right? And kind of giving people, you know, the very direct kind of answers and steps. Let's get into, first of all, thank you for writing a book. I turned in my entire draft of my first book. That's been three years of research and everything last week. We've gone through a number of iterations of edits. So I thank everyone for just taking all of the the energy and stress and mental difficulty of actually putting your thoughts on paper because writing a book is way more difficult than I ever thought possible. But so thank you for taking the time to do that. But let's talk about reversing Hashimoto's and, and you putting that down. Absolutely. Yes. So again, you know, like, you know, I was looking at all the different books and all the things which are out there. And a lot of the books have been written in a very heavy medical language. They throw out a lot of research studies and with thinking that people will understand each and everything. So my goal was to write a book which was research-based, but in a language where people can understand. And then the things they can implement easily in their life. So that's where I wrote this book in an easy language, but with a lot of research studies, which you know, which we give references in behind at the end of the book. So they know that what we are talking about does have some scientific backing. So the book was very simple. It has three steps to kind of helping people with Hashimoto's disease. And as you said, a lot of these steps we already discussed. But the very first step is identifying the root cause, right? All of the five root causes that we kind of shared with people, most people will have more than two or three root causes over there. So in the book, we have laid down certain questionnaires that people can take that might give us some ideas about what are the root causes they are dealing with or different categories of root causes. So that's first thing people need to identify what different categories of root causes they are dealing with so they can do more specific things on that. In fact, on my website, if they will go to, which is the anshulguptamd.com, we have a free thyroid quiz, which is the root cause analysis quiz. By again, answering those questions, people will actually get a score or different categories. So that will get them an idea of what are their major root causes. So that's the very first step, identifying the root cause. The second thing is actually start fixing the thyroid or the Hashimoto's disease. So we have developed this, you know, mitothyroid diet, which again is based on the the aspects of reducing inflammation. So removing food, which is bad for the thyroid and the mitochondria and introducing foods, which helps regenerate your thyroid gland and fix your mitochondria. So that's the basis of the diet that people start using it. And also we introduce certain supplements, which are helping to regenerate uh, mitochondria and thyroid and those nutritional deficiencies are taken care of it with the selenium, the zinc, the vitamin D on those things. So that's the second step of kind of trying to fix your thyroid and mitochondria so that they start functioning again. And the very third step is removing the toxicities, right? So we spoke about those different toxins, which are the toxins like you know heavy metals, mold, and the, uh, the environmental toxins, or the infections, you know, which might be playing a role. So how to improve your immunity. And the last one is definitely the stress that everybody is dealing with. So how to remove these toxicity. So once your thyroid is regenerating, you do not harm it again. So you get sustainable results. 
you know, even after like, you know, completing the protocol. So very simple three-step process that we have discussed in the book and give them relevant steps how they can improve this. So good. It's so good and, and so needed. I, I know a lot of y'all listening to this, like a lot of this matches things that you're talking talking to us about and that you're probably feeling. So dive in. We'll have links to, to Dr. Gupta's website and book and all that stuff um, in the show notes. So make sure you check that out, but take action on it. Get started with these three steps because I can only imagine how many lives that you're starting to change with some of this stuff. Can people work with y'all directly? Do y'all have an option where they can get involved with your practice? Absolutely, yes. So again, like, you know, several years ago, we became a completely virtual telemedicine, functional medicine practice. So people can literally work from anywhere in the world with us. You know, we have a set of different protocols and we work one-to-one directly with them to help identify their root cause and then make a stepwise plan to address all of those root causes. And the good part is that, you know, it's a completely functional medicine and a natural practice. So we are going to only use the lifestyle changes and the supplements to improve their situations. Nice. And that's on uh, your website as well. They'll find some of that stuff on there. That's correct. Yes. You know, they go on my website, all the information of how to work with us, all the links are over there. So they can click the link and then easily make an appointment to work with us. Doc, this has been incredible. I've got notes like scattered all over my page right here. So um, this really has been incredibly informative. I, I think people are going to take so much from this. I'll leave you with this. We ask all of our all of our guests, if people can do one thing today to improve their health, what would that be? So the first thing I would like everybody to is not to lose hope. There is hope for you to get better Do not let anybody tell you that you cannot improve your Hashimoto's or you cannot improve your thyroid health. Several people have done it with us. Several people have done it on their own. So do not lose hope. There is hope for you to get better. The very first thing you need to do is just change your diet. I think that will help a lot of people remove foods which are bad for you and eat foods which are good for you if you do these things itself. Within a month or two, you're going to see incredible results. Dr. Gupta, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share this information with someone who needs it. We hear it all the time from patients and friends and family that say they wish they heard this information earlier so they could have started this journey towards better health, a better life, a more pain-free life sooner. So if you know someone who can benefit from this information, please send the show to them. Also, you can get all of today's show notes and topics discussed at DerekHines.com slash podcast. And for any treatment or pain inquiries, please go to AcadianaPain.com. Thanks again for listening. It means the world to me. Thanks for all of the feedback and any reviews that y'all can give. I really appreciate it. And remember, just try and get a little bit healthier every day.